0: Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. Our reading this morning is titled Guarded by Seraphim. I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. It's Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1. When God was about to send Isaiah with a message to his people, first He permitted the prophet to look in vision into the Holy of Holies within the sanctuary. Suddenly, the gate and the inner veil of the temple seemed to be uplifted or withdrawn, and he was permitted to gaze within upon the Holy of Holies, where even the prophet's feet might not enter. There rose before him a vision of Jehovah, sitting upon a throne high and lifted up, While the train of his glory Filled the temple Around the throne Were seraphim as guards About the great king And they reflected the glory That surrounded them As their songs of praise Resounded in deep notes of adoration The pillars of the gate trembled As if shaken by an earthquake With lips unpolluted by sin These angels poured forth The praises of God Holy Holy is the Lord God of hosts, they cried. The whole earth is full of his glory. The seraphim around the throne are so filled with reverential awe as they behold the glory of God that they do not for an instant look upon themselves with admiration. Their praise is for the Lord of hosts as they look into the future when the whole earth shall be filled with his glory. The triumphant song is echoed from one to another in melodious chant. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. They are fully satisfied to glorify God, abiding in his presence beneath his smile of approbation. They wish for nothing more. The world that Satan has claimed and has ruled over with cruel tyranny, the Son of God has, by one vast achievement, encircled in his love and connected again With the throne of Jehovah. Cherubim and seraphim and the unnumbered hosts of all the unfallen worlds sang anthems of praise to God and the Lamb when this triumph was assured. They rejoiced that the earth would be redeemed from the curse of sin, that the way of salvation had been opened to the fallen race. How much more should those rejoice who are the objects of such amazing love? How can we ever be in doubt and uncertainty? And feel that we are orphans. Wow. We read in our verse today that God permitted Isaiah to see into the Holy of Holies in heaven. On earth, no one but the high priest went in there, and that only once a year. The prophet Isaiah saw it in vision, for he could not actually go in and, and live in person. In the earthly sanctuary, the ark represented God's throne. But dimly, Isaiah saw the great original that the earthly was patterned after. What was happening in heaven at the time Isaiah had the vision? The year chapter 6 was written is 740 B.C. according to my Bible margin. I'm not sure how they got that date, but let's pretend it's true. 740 B.C. is 1,100. 41 years after their exodus from Egypt. At this time in their history they were only going into the Holy of Holies once a year on the 10th day of the 7th month to cleanse the sins that had been transferred there so this would seem to be the fall of 740 BC. God is working with them in cleansing the temple on that day because that wasn't just a day that they did something to remember something. There was things actually happening in heaven in uh, agreement with them together. He also cleanses Isaiah's lips, and an angel touches his lips with a coal from the censer that the incense was burning on, which represented Christ's righteousness, which was yet to come. This was before Christ came to this earth. Isaiah, son of Amos, was an esteemed citizen of Jerusalem and a trusted advisor of King Hezekiah. His ministry probably extended from the death of King Uzziah in 740 BC to the reign of King Manasseh, in whose persecution he was probably martyred. Tradition reports that he was slain by being sawn asunder, as described in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 37. Apparently, He did no public preaching after Manasseh ascended the throne in 698, but confined his messages to the written form that is preserved specifically in chapters 40 through 66 of the book of Isaiah. So you can feel special about those chapters. The high point of his political influence came when the Assyrians threatened to destroy the kingdom of Judah. And remove its inhabitants into slavery and exile and through his intercession with God Sennacherib the entire army was destroyed you can read about this in three places 2nd Kings 19 35 to 37 2 Chronicles 32 21 and Isaiah 17 36 38 but during the latter half of the 8th century Israel the northern kingdom that's the ten tribes suffered a catastrophic decline after the death of Jeroboam II. Samaria was destroyed in 722. The long succession of ungodly kings and the dwindling of biblical faith spelled the downfall of Israel. Judah, under the degenerate king Ahaz, seemed ready to follow Israel's example of apostasy and looked to pagan Assyria for protection and deliverance rather than to her covenant God Jehovah. Against this unfaithfulness, Isaiah and Micah raised a stern and a determined protest. By six twenty six BC, Ahaz is um, his God-fearing, I'm sorry, Ahaz's <laughs> his God fearing son, Hezekiah, obliterated most of the uh, idolatrous high places and he promoted Bible literacy by educating the people it was during the year 740 bc that god gave isaiah this vision i'm guessing that the sins of wicked king ahaz brought on this intervention from god and if i'm right that it was the atonement time of year god was reaching out through isaiah to wake his people up so that they wouldn't be so many cut off or destroyed during the day of atonement for not participating in searching your hearts and repentance and confession before the cleansing of the sanctuary would uh, get you cut off from your people and they would have no more protection and nowhere to live or be they couldn't be a part of the people god asked isaiah in chapter 6 verse 8 who will go for us he wanted someone to go and wake the people up isaiah said here am i lord send me i think this reveals god's intimate involvement with those who claim to be his people you can be confident that He cares what you and I are involved in and the character that we are developing. Let's close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for this history that we can look back on and we can see your involvement and personal attention to what's happening on the earth and the way that you tried to wake them up and to help them and save them from the destruction that came when Babylon came and destroyed their city. And so many children were lost, people eating their own children, people killing each other, the different factions inside the wall when they were surrounded, killing each other off before they could even get in there themselves. Lord, I thank you that you have given us knowledge ahead of time so that we can be searching our hearts because we are, in fact, living in the time of atonement ourselves. Help us, Lord, to be ready that we will not be cut off from your people. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. So I'd like you to join me tomorrow morning again. We'll have prayer together and a little worship. Take care, my friend. Be blessed today.